A naked Florida man tells the deputy he's Batman. And a Florida man threatened a grocery store employee with an axe when asked to wear a mask. A woman was arrested for punching her grandson after he poured $25 worth of vodka down the drain. And a truck stop where a Florida woman bit a camel is no longer showing their wild animals. These are the weird stories for Friday. They are all out of the state of Florida. Florida, the most degenerate place on the planet. Aren't you glad for Florida Friday, which is exactly what this episode is. Every Friday on Weird AF News, we only do stories out of Florida, baby. I'm Jonesy, your host. Let's do it. Those bizarre stories you hear about all the time that seem to only happen here in Florida. I know, right? can't make this stuff up. It is just one of the many wacky news stories out of Florida. And why does the Sunshine State consistently produce such strange news? But what accounts for all this bizarre news? Is it the weather? Is it the people? Florida is full of the crazy stories. A naked Florida man tells the police, I'm Batman. Englewood, Florida. A Florida man is accused of wandering around a hotel naked and identifying himself as Batman. Who is Batman? I always wanted to know. Well, it's Christopher L. Jackson, age 49, of Englewood, Florida. There he is, guys. The mystery's over. (laughs) He is Batman. He was arrested Friday, charged with loitering and exposure of sexual organs, plural. Batman has multiple sexual organs. He keeps them on his utility belt, apparently. What went down? Well, the sheriff's office responded to a call at the Suncoast Inn in Englewood, Florida. Oh, boy. Ain't nothing happening that's good at the Suncoast Inn in Englewood, Florida. I'll tell you right now. The motel's manager reported a naked man had tried to enter his room. I'll tell you right now. uh, I don't want to be at any hotel or motel where the manager also lives there. That's not a quality motel whatsoever. This is Florida, though, after all. The deputies arrived. They found Batman at a table outside the motel. I should say, a man claiming to be Batman. Uh, Batman, a.k.a. Jackson, claimed to have a room at the motel and had accidentally locked himself out of the room. Yeah, but listen, if you're Batman, can't you just climb the walls and get right back into your room, Batman? The manager says, though, Jackson, a.k.a. Batman, is not even registered there. Well, did you check the register? Uh, I should be there listed as Batman. The deputy wrote in his report, I made multiple attempts to obtain this man's name and date of birth, but he just replied with the phrase, I'm Batman. Can't do nothing with that. Now, I tell you, I'm a big fan of Batman. And, um, you know, I'm going to say right now, this naked fella doesn't look to be anything near the Batman that I had imagined if I was to meet the real Batman in real life. I mean, he just looks really out of sorts and completely naked. I don't see a cape or nothing. I said, I said, let me see your Batmobile. He ain't got a Batmobile. I'll tell you right now, that's when I knew this probably ain't Batman. The deputy then decided to seek out the motel's surveillance footage. No, don't do that. <laughs> not, the, not the surveillance footage from the Suncoast Inn. Nothing good's going to come out of that. I'll tell you right now, though. Here's an idea for a great reality show. Or just a whole television channel. Okay, this is what it is. You just play... The CCTV and surveillance footage from every motel in Florida on a loop. Just imagine the shenanigans you're going to catch on video. You could just watch that all day. It's better than cops, for sure. So they got the surveillance footage, and it shows Jackson, a.k.a. Batman, climbing through the guardrail that lines the building. Then Batman went to the third floor, stripped off his clothing. 
Batman then began going door-to-door, attempting to gain entry to the rooms. Oh, goodness. The officers found Jackson's clothes and discovered, oh no, a glass pipe. Ooh, I wonder what he's on, this Batman. Obviously, it's a drug that makes you feel like Batman. So whatever that is, I could totally use that this weekend. I mean, I got a lot of chores I need to do. And I mean, this seems like a real get-up-and-go substance. (laughs) Uh, The uh, Batman dust or whatever he's smoking. I'll take the Spider-Man dust as well. (laughs) What are you smoking, bro? Aquaman, you want to hit? <laughs> Where's the ocean? A Florida man threatened a grocery store employee with an axe after being asked to wear a mask. A Florida man has been accused of threatening an Escambia County Grocery Advantage employee with an axe because he was asked to wear a mask. This man was arrested. Michael Brad Evans, age 42, charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon after employees and witnesses say the man caused a scene. He yelled some racial slurs. He broke a large bottle of alcohol after being asked to wear a mask inside the store. The victim works at the Lillian Highway grocery store, told the sheriff's office that Michael Bevins and that Michael Bevins sounds like Michael Bivens, like the guy from BBD, boys to men, ABC, BBD, uh, Michael Bevins and the female he entered the store with. Oh, how does a guy wielding an axe and doesn't wear masks get a female? That's what I'm wondering. Well, that's maybe that's how he did it. He's like, you get in the car. I got an axe. Uh, I'll get in the car. But I, I like to wear a mask. You won't wear a mask when you're with me. We don't need one wherever we go. We don't need one wherever we go. That's right. We don't need one because I carry an axe. Come with me to the store. I need some asparagus. He entered the store and became belligerent when asked to wear a mask. Of course he has. He's, he's, you got to see a photo of this guy. This looks like a guy who doesn't wear a mask. He doesn't answer to anybody. He carries an axe down his pants. Michael Bevins here and I'm running the show. I got an axe in my pants. Uh, Bevins allegedly cursed, yelled, and made threatening gestures with this axe. At points, he uh, actually repositioned his hand on this weapon while confronting the grocery store clerk, a.k.a. victim, which made the victim feel threatened. Yes, of course. I'm wondering why he was allowed inside a store with an axe or did he grab an axe from the shelf of the grocery store? I don't know grocery stores that are known to carry axes in their shelves. But then again, this is Florida. So who knows? You can probably buy, you know, adult diapers and axe, blow torches and crystal meth. (laughs) It's a Florida grocery store. After all, a second victim told the deputies that he approached Bevins during the confrontation in an attempt to de-escalate the situation. Ooh, boy, you got a lot of balls there. Um, I mean, I'm assuming. Well, no, maybe you don't have balls. I shouldn't assume that you have balls. You have balls. Maybe you have ovaries. You got a lot of ovaries there for approaching Bivens during the confrontation to tell him, hey, why don't you put down that ask, that ask, that mask. I mean, that axe and put on a mask. My goodness, these words too sound too similar. At which point witnesses say Bevins took an aggressive stance. They keep mentioning this aggressive stance. I'm imagining it in my head because I don't have footage of this. Uh. The second victim said he thought Bevins would hit him with the axe. Yeah, I thought he was going to hit me with that axe. Uh, You're not stopping an axe with just your mask. I'll tell you right now. When the woman Bevins was with got into another heated argument with a separate store employee. Ooh, boy. Bevins began to restrain the woman. Hey, hey, no, no. This is all about me and my axe, all right? Don't you start any beef over there in the corner. Keep it near the axe. This lady's eight months pregnant. Goodness. Don't tell me she's making babies with Bevins. You don't want any Bevins babies. This guy wields axe in grocery stores when he's buying his asparagus. Terrible person to make a baby 
with, make a family with. You can't even bake bread with this guy, Bevins. You can't trust him. Although he's probably amazing at cutting up the bread with his axe-wielding skills. This guy has no business doing anything except for lumberjack duties, in my opinion. You know, that's really the only place you can wield an axe and nobody calls the cops. Uh, the two walk towards the exit at the end. At the end of it, I guess he put his axe down and was like, Come with me, pregnant lady. They went to the door. Uh, but then he was arrested about 100 yards away. I guess he was still hanging out. <laughs> he was chopping down a mailbox. <laughs> Got a man that never wears a mask and nobody cares and nobody cares cause it's Florida. Nobody's wearing masks and nobody cares. It's Florida Friday, only on Weird AF News. A Florida woman was arrested after punching her grandson after he poured $25 worth of vodka down the drain. Oh yeah, 64-year-old Ormond Beach grandmother arrested after she called the police on her grandson, claiming that he was abusing her, making her drink some alcohol. Police noted that she was intoxicated at the time of the phone call. Oh yeah, weekend at grandma's, baby. Bring the vodka. When the police arrived, the grandson told the police he had poured out a bottle of vodka, which his grandmother was drinking, into the sink. Sounds like a lovely grandson looking out for his grandmother's, you know, health and well-being. Perhaps this grandmother likes to do some Florida things when she's all hopped up on the vodka. Perhaps she likes to go walk her alligators or drive around in her golf cart or other things that drunk people do in Florida. The officer asked the grandmother about this, but she changed topics. She changed the topic. She's like, how about that Amazon stock? Isn't that going up? <laughs> We'd like to talk to you about your vodka drinking, ma'am. Yeah, but haven't you, have you watched Kawhi Leonard? He's really kicking ass over there. <laughs> Eventually, the grandmother accused her grandchild. She told the police that she was being taken advantage of and verbally abused by not just her grandson, but all of her grandchildren. She added that she was pretty irritated that her vodka bottle was poured out, saying that, you know, that, that young man poured the $25 bottle of vodka down the kitchen sink, and it would have lasted me for weeks. <laughs> a $25 bottle of vodka that lasts you for weeks is a very cheap bottle of vodka, my, my love. Oh, you shan't cry over such cheap vodka being tossed down the sink, laddie. Now, now, because the grandmother admitted to punching her grandson in the chest at least one time, though he told the officers it was actually three times, she was placed in some handcuffs and eventually taken to the prison. So sad when you're taking grandmothers to the clink. But, you know, you shouldn't be punching your grandsons. And at the same time, you shouldn't really be taking her vodka away from her. Not during a pandemic. Just to let the lady have a good time, okay? It's a pandemic. So many of us are just drinking to pass the time. We don't like reality right now. Have you noticed what's going on? Do you listen to mainstream news that'll make you want to drink pints and pints of the shit? So just let her have a little bit of fun here. If any of you have grandmothers or grandfathers that are just overeating and drinking copious amounts of booze and smoking the reefer. You know that reefer? Just let them have at it, okay? It's the end of times for these people. And they're not, they don't like what's going on in the world. Neither do neither, neither does I. Neither do I. Neither do I. <laughs> what the hell? I think I'm on the vodka. <laughs> a truck stop where a Florida woman bit a camel is no longer showing their wild animals. Oh, what happened? A truck stop that drew national curiosity last year after a Florida woman bit a camel's testicles when it sat on her <laughs> will no longer display its exotic animals, unfortunately. 
the business has changed hands. Also, I imagine it's a pandemic and there's probably not as many trucks passing through your truck stop. And by the way, maybe showing wild animals at a truck stop is a stupid idea in the first place. That's just my opinion. But apparently it was a success. For nearly two decades, the animals at the Tiger Truck Stop have been its mainstay, drawing visitors to the roadside attraction along Interstate 10, featuring a collection of quirky animals, including, for a time, a 550-pound Bengal tiger named Tony. More recently, the main draw was their camel, called Caspar. The petting zoo area housed other animals, including a kangaroo, some goats, and a Central American raccoon relative called a coate. Coate? A coati? Mm. But this camel gave the rest stop a boost in attention last fall when, if you remember, a Florida couple entered the animal's pen to retrieve their dog, which had scurried under the enclosure. The 600-pound camel started, startled amid the commotion, knocked the woman down, and then sat on her. The woman had to bite one of the camel's testicles to get the camel off her. <laughs> Do you remember this story? Uh, Gloria Lancaster is this camel testicle nibbler. She's from Pensacola, Florida. She suffered significant significant injuries in the strange encounter when the camel sat on her face. <laughs> Unfortunately, she suffered a punctured lung and some broken bones, multiple bruises. My, my goodness. Gloria, in an interview afterward, uh, told the media that she didn't blame the camel for her injuries. The animal was taking care of its territory while adding she would do it again, <laughs> while recalling the camel's weight crushing her body. Yeah, I would bite his nuts again, of course, anything to get him off me. <laughs> By the way, camel's got big nuts, I gotta tell you, really. <laughs> I, I mean, they covered my whole face. I had to do something. My lungs were being crushed, and I was suffocating under the weight of a couple of large, hairy camel testicles. Well, in addition to the camel incident... The tiger and other animals at this truck stop became a frequent target over the years for animal rights groups who sought to remove these wild animals from the truck stop. Uh, this particular truck stop racked up legal fees of $1.2 million defending their, the battles with state regulators and lawmakers, and it just became exhausting for the owner. Uh, this sounds like a relatively reasonable target for animals rights groups uh, i know i often rail against them on this show because they seem to do ridiculous things that are oftentimes in my opinion totally use useless in the in the fight for animals animal safety animal well-being but i'd imagine this truck stop probably wasn't doing such a hot job at keeping these animals in shape i just imagine i mean i don't know i never went there but apparently well first of all the gate isn't secure enough to keep a dog out so i mean what other you know, shitty structural uh, shortcomings are at play here. I mean, when you got a 550-pound Bengal tiger in a petting zoo on the side of the road, eh, it's a cause for concern. I just, at the end of the day, hope that they find a safe place for these animals. You know, that concerns me. I, after all, I did see the Tiger King. I know what's possible. Hello, my fellow weirdos. I hope you enjoy the Florida Friday stories and that I've led you into your weekend with a laugh um, or maybe just that feeling inside that, you you know, when you say to yourself, "Ooh, satisfied. <laughs> I don't live in Florida. <laughs> Everything's OK, even though there's a virus in my neighborhood. At least my neighborhood is not Florida. Uh, I want to thank people who have left me some reviews. This one on Amazon from Sherry, who wrote. Five stars, Weird AF News, the perfect break from what is going on. 
Jonesy, thank you for providing a welcome break from the everyday news that seems to be getting worse and worse. I have made you part of my morning routine while getting ready for work, and you never let me down. My favorite would be Florida Fridays. The stories that you find continue to surprise me and also worry me that there are these people walking around breathing the same air that I do at times. Keep up the good work and stay safe and healthy, Jonesy. Thank you, Sherry. Much love. Also got a uh, a review from Bess Walls on Amazon. One star it says, not funny at all. Um, and then writes, I didn't hear anything funny. That was it. That's all she wrote. Best Walls. She didn't even... Well, on the one hand, she was uh, irked enough to write a review, but not enough to write more than one sentence. <laughs> but could I get two stars, Bess? Please. I tried. At least I tried. Doesn't try and get two stars. After all, the podcast is free. Man. I just feel like you shouldn't be given one star to something that someone put out that is free. At least that should get two stars, right? Because it was free. No one made you watch it. I didn't charge you for it. <laughs> Can I get two stars, Bess? If you're listening, please sign on again. And uh, if you could just give me two stars, I'd really, really, really appreciate that. Maybe if you like want to capitalize here, your punctuation's off as well. I find the worst reviews are from people who don't know how to spell. <laughs> is that just a coincidence? <laughs> Well, I always welcome reviews, as you know, on uh, iTunes and Amazon or whatever podcast player that you have. If you could leave me a review, I'd appreciate it so much. It doesn't have to be positive completely. It could be somewhat critical if you'd like to be a little bit critical. But please, more than one star at least, too. Come on. I mean, be reasonable here. That's just unacceptable with the one. I just I wouldn't even give something one if I didn't like it. Like that was free entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Of course, I give the, you know. I'd give a business that I gave my money to that was dissatisfactory one star because I gave you my money and you screwed it up. But not a free a free piece of entertainment somewhere on the web. Come on. Come on, Bess Walls. <laughs> uh, besides, with a name like Bess, B-E-S-S, I'm going to guess she's like a thousand years old. And, and you know, my show's probably not for people that are a thousand years old. It's just that's not my that's not my demographic. OK, I'm, my sweet spot is like people 28 to Maybe 50. There's my sweet spot right there. Uh, nobody named Bess. Uh, what else? What else? Oh, uh, yeah. Check out the Patreon. I just uploaded a bonus episode. You guys can get a bonus episode of the Patreon. I recorded it on a rooftop with my comedian friend, Dave Neal, who's super – this time I was recording with him. He was going on these rants that were so damn intelligent. I was just sitting there like admiring him in his brain. I'm like, god damn, this guy's really smart. Uh, so, yeah, check out the bonus episode with Dave Neal or listen to his podcast, which is wonderful. It's called The Sap, S-A-P. Super cool guy, a fellow New Englander as well. Um, he's from Rhode Island, and I just love him to death. So if you'd like to listen to that, you'll have to join the Patreon. But you could join the Patreon for as little as $2 a month. I mean, that's really pocket change at the end of the day, right? That's like buying Jonesy an espresso. Why wouldn't you buy me an espresso? You see what happens when I get all hopped up on the espresso, guys. It's just everybody gets a win here. It's a win-win-win. It's a caffeinated, high-energy delivery improv with some shit that sometimes makes no sense at all. Big win. That's all I'm saying. So two bucks a month. Do it. Patreon.com slash Weird AF News. Check it out and listen to some bonus episodes. And there's some other shit on there that you might like, that you might enjoy. It can get you through a weekend for sure. There's enough bonus episodes actually to get you through an entire week of listening to extra Weird AF News. If that's your bag, you could totally do that. 
Lastly, keep up with me on Instagram, at Funny Jones. Cool, right? All right. Reach out to me. Say what's up. Call the show, 646-450-2012. Send me an email, funnyjones at gmail.com. I want to thank everybody who sent me articles this week, especially Florida articles. I appreciate you guys. Keep the articles coming. Write me a nice little note if you want to, funnyjones at gmail.com. Lastly, I hope you have a great weekend. Be safe. We'll see you on Monday. Oh, bye-bye. Oh, thank you. This is Michael from Iowa City calling in on Weird AF News to wish Finn a happy 12th birthday. Happy birthday, Finn. I think you called into the show once not too long ago, and we're saying that people thought that you were younger than what you really are. I think you said you were 11 years old, so I think this makes you 12 years old. Well, happy 12th birthday, Finn. Um, my advice to you would be don't try to grow up too soon. Uh, life will catch you on its own, and it can be a pretty rough ride if you try to live life in the fast lane. So stay as young as you are for as long as you can and stop and smell the roses along the way. Don't try to grow up too soon. and live life uh, too quickly because before you know it, it's uh, speeding by and you'll be an old man like Jonesy and, and an even older man like Michael from Iowa City. So the years will speed by and you'll be old before you know it. So just live each day to the full extent and don't try to grow up too quickly. Okay, buddy? All right. Happy birthday to you, and enjoy each and every day. Take care, little buddy. Bye-bye. Oh, hell, Jonesy. You come on down to Bush Gardens, and uh, you get a monkey to chase you with a chainsaw. We got that. I'll tell you, Jonesy, <clears throat> here in Florida, there's no regulation on anybody's name. Hell, my wife's maiden name is 10001111101. Perhaps her daddy was a computer programmer, or perhaps I made that up, but I can't repeat it. 10001101. No way. That's your sister. Oh, forget it.